0: If we're going to do another check-in, I've been watching a lot of YouTube Let's Plays of that one game. You know the one I'm talking about. The really chaotic one that just brings out a certain strain of nearly universal humor. The absurd and chaotic type. Sorry for the repetition. There just aren't too many words out there with that meaning. Or at least, not ones I like using. But against overwhelming odds, I feel better. There aren't too many reasons to. But with all the nonsensical laughter, there must have been a shift in my brain. There's been some sort of chemical reaction there that makes me think, for several moments at a time... That everything is okay. Or that everything will be okay. But when I'm not in those moments, I'm still left scrambling for some sort of coping mechanism. Which I technically have. I could go back to watching Let's Plays. But at some point, it will cease to be healthy. I mean, at the very least, you need some variety in your life, right? A variety of coping mechanisms. For me, this has become, through a series of events I don't entirely understand, the impulse to reach out to people from my past. I'm sure there's part of this impulse that's really just me taking stock of all the people I've known in my life to see who is alive and who's... well, who's gone. A friend of mine from my college days died some time ago, but it was significantly less time ago that I found out. After I found someone else's Twitter account, someone who apparently had stayed in touch with her to the point that he had been told that she died. He tweeted about it just days after it happened He was tweeting about the funeral. I don't know how Twitter displays tweets when you search for them, or when you search for a person and their old tweets come up because of the name link, but that's how I found out. The funeral tweet wasn't on top, but for some reason, I just kept scrolling on that page. I kept scrolling, and then I saw her name. Couldn't believe I was seeing her name in that context, and then looked until I found her obituary, which did not take long at all. I don't want to be surprised like that again. Selfish to say, I know, but that was the worst part of it to me. There was a period of mourning for the General's daughter, that was appropriate, both for her status, and for what her status could have been. But once that mourning period passed, the palace pretended that she never existed. It was for the best, the king would say in private, and it helped that her parents were sent away. For their own pleasure and rest, it was said. That was a bit of the truth, yes but it was more complicated than that. The general and his wife were grieving and did not want to be around anyone. Their hearts were broken, and it would be impossible for their hearts to be fully healed or even patched up in the least bit. And it would be worse, they knew, when the prince's new bride was selected. After all, he needed to marry. If not to their daughter, rest her soul, then to someone else. For some reason, the group of people I've focused on most during this reconnection period has been my teachers. Some of them, anyway. I've stayed connected to a fair few of them, And they're really the only reason I still have a Facebook account at all. Which might provide that algorithm some really confusing data. So that's a win. I do all of that, partially because I am grateful. I'm grateful enough to want them to see the fruits of their labor in me. But it just feels like... Like more than that, sometimes because I'll never be able to connect with everyone, nor should I. It's complicated. It's always complicated with me. Sometimes I wonder how the gifted duckling is doing. I mean, she was my teacher in many ways, It shouldn't be controversial to say that she's technically a teacher of mine. I guess it, well, it feels like a hair split to say she wasn't. I think sometimes the context really shouldn't matter with certain words, but the idea of teacher is heavily steeped in a certain context. But what do I know? She was kind to me. She was kind as a general rule. There is an insufficient amount of kindness and goodness in the world, so maybe I really just want to keep stock of it all. Maybe I just need some sort of assurance about where specifically it is. Maybe that's what this is all about. It can't be about connecting or conversation. I don't have the will for that. Not now. And in some ways, I never have. The initial call for a princess was renewed. Messengers went far and wide, searching for a suitable young woman. One who was willing to come and tie herself to a... rather insignificant throne. They were a small kingdom, after all. They had minimal wealth and hardly any potential for more. And to push too hard for it would be tempting another kingdom to swallow them up, or would risk being overthrown by people who had become accustomed to a sense of comfort and independence that other kings and queens never bestowed on their people. They had a taste of the good life, and there would be no going back. To be royalty of this kingdom was to be content with one's lot. The drive for more would bring one's destruction. And so, while there were offers for the prince's hand right away, the eagerness was not assuring. To jump at the opportunity to marry a firstborn prince would be wonderful for the potential queen of any other kingdom, It spoke to one's drive, and one's resolve, to one's decisive nature, but it also spoke to one's desires, lust, and wants. Understanding human action and motivation is a difficult game. Actions have so many dance partners. Actions and motivations draw from each other in non-linear ways. Movement is constant. Shifting is constant. Maybe one of those princesses would have been a good match for the prince. But those versions of the story will never be told. In time, they would find their own husbands, some with kingdoms and some without. In any event they were all better off for it. The gifted duckling learned how to read my reactions to the words she offered up. Now, whether this had always been the plan or not, I don't know. It depends on what she knew when she started this. And I won't pretend it wasn't impossible to figure it all out. It never had been. Never is. It has come up since then. Someone has pieced together my past, despite how many years removed I am from it. Back then, everything was fresher. Then again, maybe the gifted duckling did not have the skill set to do it. The set that I thought she did. She certainly didn't have the skill set of the Queen, or anyone on the forum. But that doesn't say much. She didn't need to do everything. Just enough of the right things. Like, say the right word. When she offered the word bruise, my flinch was pretty telling. That must have been all she needed. In the year of our pandemic, following someone around isn't all that possible, is it? Or at least, it's super ill-advised because of the risks you are taking for your own health, and in some ways, it is completely unnecessary. I hardly leave my new home, and I'm locked in a lease for some time. The Queen knows where I am. She doesn't need to come looking for me, and part of me doesn't want her to. But part of me does, if only because I want someone to be there, watching me. Maybe she couldn't help me, but she did care, and that was more than most. In fact, that was the only defense I had. The queen labored over the decision, more so than the king did. And she claimed it was because the prince was her son, her most beloved son, and his happiness was not something she could take any chance with. And that was the truth, but it was a truth carefully painted to create a certain image. The prince needed a bride who could protect herself. The queen would not be able to do it forever, and the prince's attempts to restore order, to go against his sister, would only be his undoing as well. She could tell the prince about the spell, but she worried what he would do about it. For the prince was as steadfast in his convictions as his father was, and his father had certainly taken things too far a time or two. How could the prince not do the same? The prince needed a bride who had more sense, and one with power, but no interest in accruing more. He needed a bride who was a fighter, and who would be dedicated to her new family, and to her life. The Queen was consumed by this difficulty, thinking about it often. And so, of course, this is what she was thinking of when the messenger brought one of the last proposals to her. That of a noblewoman in a distant kingdom. A kingdom that had seldom interacted with the Queens. And yet, she thought she knew the place quite well. The Gifted Duckling knew what she was doing. That, in fact, was the last litmus test. The Gifted Duckling was waiting to see if I would react to that word, to a word that could mean nothing, but could easily mean so much more. While it wasn't a threat, it certainly invoked memories of such, and other sorts of memories that could easily be used to strengthen a threat or in the place of them. Once that was settled, though, the issue was what should come next. What was the next step for her to take? She had uncovered a landmine, sure, but I was always so quick to shut down and pull away from her whenever she got close. What she didn't seem to realize was that I didn't want to pull away from her. I had never wanted that. That whole thing had never been about what I wanted. The queen approached the king in due haste. She had to. It was high time their son got married, is what she said to him. But really, the queen wanted the marriage locked into place before the king realized what that country's main export was. The king did not believe in magic. He did not want to. Divinity, yes. But magic wielded by mankind was a different matter, and something he was so fearful of that he would rather it not exist, and could potentially pursue to that end. Aishi Online is a production of Miscellany Media Studios. It was written, edited, produced, and performed by MJ Bailey, with music from the Sounds Like an Earful music supply. If you like the show, please consider leaving a review or posting about it on a website that might not be around in five years. Make the post vague and somewhat mysterious, but still compelling if you want. Up to you.